I look around me and I think these people they're crazy. Though I was sent as an impartial observer, I forget who I am, and I feel such regret. Present my case. I'd like to welcome to the stage the next species on the brink of extinction. Me, oh my, they're dropping lifelines now. Fall like dominoes. Doesn't it feel like the sounds like a Marvel superhero? Yeah, Stephanie. He related to the doctor. I'm not related to the doctor. I'm not. I just saw Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I was really disappointed. I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah. I didn't see oh, it yet. I, we, I work for Disney and in movie distribution, but I still haven't been to a theater since COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, and, and and we're like you know Midwest, hardly leave our house, very homebody. And yet we went to four movies during COVID. Well, one of the when we went to Cal- theaters. We went to California. We just mm-hmm. assumed that we were going to go see the Tom Petty documentary that was being released mm-hmm. when we were there and mm-hmm. put it on our agenda. And Aaron didn't say no. So I also we- didn't say yes. <laughs> That's the ticket. That's the key. Right. And the thing is, he dropped us off every night at nine o'clock. I was like, we can Uber to a theater. Well, we, you know, we, <laughs> you t- know? we took our cues from Aaron yeah. to the T. Yeah. yeah. So you're not uh-huh. you're not in Cincinnati proper, then? Are you? I'm in Thousand Oaks, California. So have you ever been to Cincinnati? No. I've never been to Cincinnati. No. Oh, okay. I've been through Ohio. My grandmother made sure that my sister and I saw every state. Before she passed uh, away, she said, she said, we're not leaving you any inheritance. You're going to mm-hmm. waste it. I'm going to take you across the country. So um, cool. all the best I could say is I've been through Ohio. Yeah, it looks like you have some local gigs on your webpage coming up in June in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. We just did the McMinimins UFO Fest. Phil, I think you sent me the thing about Baker. Um, right. And we, I had to cancel too, because I'm in, yesterday was my last day of quarantine. I had COVID. Oh no! Oh, so we had to. I had to bail out on two gigs, but um, no yeah, matter. there's one coming up, like a global warming thing in Wilsonville, like a suburb of Portland, and um, I sing a lot about global warming. Well, not specific well, about, uh, warming, but about, a, the, about the water rising. Pause, not to interrupt, but we haven't done the intro yet, so let's intro. I really enjoy your format, by the way. Thank editing you. Thank you. Uh, Please. It's just kind of a bald. Well, she what? was complimenting us on the format of the show. Oh, she thank you. Like. All right, you're um, on. All right. Hello, listeners. Welcome once again to Yeah Aha with Lisa. And Phil. And our frequent flyer from California, Aaron. Boy, his arms must be tired. Um, this week, we're talking Greetings. to Stephanie Strange. 
Hello. Hello. And uh, there's a lot of good info, and she's a very interesting character. We should say he's a singer, mm -hmm. the lead singer of Mm -hmm. Strange and the Familiars, but like you said, you're And conductress. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, acting, illustration, writing. You write your own songs, I'm and I do. also uh poetry. And am I wrong or do you have a comic book? I have a um, mini comic book that was illustrated by Jay Reynolds. He's a local artist, okay. and we are coming out with a 36-page comic book, the first in the full-length series. Um sometime this year it's been a huge undertaking but yeah comic books it's a it's a multimedia world i only sing and write are my main things just acting in music videos by needing to but um i love to collaborate with artists who can do the things that i can't do much better than i could ever do them is the strange world cover art part of that comic project or is that something different it uh that's a that's a good question. I hired somebody on Fiverr actually to do that. Ah. And that was for the comic book cover. And I decided last minute to use it for the album. So I think it will be the cover, but it's not by the same artist. The as same artist. The, yeah, mini comic. Cool. Well, the music has mm-hmm. kind of brought us here together. Mm-hmm. I get emails from Michael at uh, MTS Management every once in a while to give me artists. And so, you know, I, I kind of pick the ones that I like. You know, I, I usually mm-hmm. go out and listen to whatever is sent to me and I, Excuse me. first thing I heard was Agent Strange, mm-hmm. which I guess has not been out all that long. And the video hasn't been out. I think the album came out last year. Mm-hmm. But, the end of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was really, you know, struck by the uniqueness of the video for starters. It starts out with a little kind of a spoken word, but then we find out you have a really nice voice. You know? mm-hmm. Very. And, and so you. I really... I really enjoyed that. And then one thing led to another. I started going, looking at some of the other Sorry, YouTube my hair's videos. Driving me nuts. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and then I reached out to you and you agreed to be on. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. Well, thanks for reaching out. That was, that was very cool to hear from you. I'm going to put myself on mute for just a second so I can cough. Okay, yeah. absolutely. Well, I got a little liquor. Uh, uh, listeners, sure. Stephanie is uh, recovering from COVID. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. It hit me hard, but uh, it's only only like two or three days of being in the weeds. I, I listened to the full album mm-hmm. last yeah. night. And, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Strange World. And it seemed like it, it had a thread through it, a concept mm-hmm. album kind of. Um, yeah. The, there was a song Strange World. Um, I think there were some uh, like gothic references to Edgar Allan Poe, you know, uh, Meet the Nightmares. So when I started looking into your website and stuff like that, some of the stuff that's written on your website, I could see where there's kind of a lore to the band. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a story. There's a backstory to Stephanie Strange, the nightmares, mm-hmm. you know, the dream world. And that was all, you know, that's very interesting. You know, when you start to peel back the, the layers mm-hmm. of the onion or whatever, you see that there's actually mm-hmm. something that ties it all together. So what, where's that all come from? You create Just, your own lore? <laughs> yeah, I, I did create my own lore with the help of uh, uh, my cat, my little black cat. It was um, my first band had just, well, not just, we'd been broken up for about a year. And I was a year into sobriety. And I was having a pretty hard time with it. And this feral cat, these three feral black cats showed up in my neighborhood. We had a 
the highest feral cat population in all of Portland, I found out later. Um, so it wasn't unusual to see cats show up, but these cats were like almost a year old, which was kind of odd to not see them as kittens. And they were always together and they always kind of kept to themselves and they were just very mysterious. And the youngest one or the smallest one um, adopted me and I named her Nina Nightmare. And from that name, which I've always been big on cat names, I've always been insisting to be the one to name the cats when we've had strays. Um, came Stephanie Strange and Strange and the Familiars and the stories really came naturally and they're they're like magic realism stories. They follow my own story, but with elements of magic in them. And they've been really helpful to kind of recreate my own narrative. And so that's where that all came from is it walks right next to my own my own plot line. And mm. yeah, that's that's a, in a nutshell where where it came from. That's interesting. Remember Loki, Aaron? I do. Yeah, we had a our senior year of high school. Our other friend in the little trio, I guess, um, had his own place, and we were hanging out there all the time. And yeah, we somehow ended up with a little black kitten that uh, we ended up naming Loki, and mm-hmm. it was a mischievous little sucker. How it had to be nineteen eighty six. Yeah, they, there's something to those little black cats. They are mischievous for sure. Yeah, I wish we could adopt a black cat. Well, maybe Loki was a nightmare, you know? We, I, I think we, we never were, know. Yeah, I yeah. think we were up at Millcrest Park probably mm-hmm. after dark when we weren't supposed mm-hmm. to be there, and that cat, like, walked up on us when we were at the shelter house. I mean, I, let's talk about Agent Strange a little bit, uh, because that, I guess that's the, the one that that's stands out right now. My favorites were the four, five, and six right in the middle. Um, this is a test. Meet the nightmares in a fish's dream. Oh, I like to hear that. Meet the Nightmares is was a real labor of love. I mean, it all was, but. Mm-hmm. I've kind of looked at this. There's there's nine songs and it's it looks like a well-crafted baseball lineup. You have a strong leadoff hitter with Agent Strange. Um, you got the four, five, six, middle of the order. And um, I like the, I got a kick out of Man Who Doomed the World too. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the heartbreaker, but also the joker. checked out the two singles that were on um that were on spotify um one was what 
Song of Similes. Mm-hmm. Is that the dinosaur one? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I, that one was an awesome one. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I think my favorite was the Spider Song. Oh, from the first album. Cool. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah, the... I do. I do lean towards the bluesy mm-hmm. uh, in general musically. Um, I like something that makes me. I, I am tone deaf, but I'm rhythmically, I'm like, it's like they, I can't completely, I'm tone deaf. I've been tested. But, uh, <laughs> but as far as rhythm goes, I got the dance. Yeah. I, so. I don't have the dance as much, but I tend towards, uh, my friend called it doom waltz. I tend to write doom waltz. <laughs> <laughs> and it I like kind of showed up in the video. Songs. Weren't they like waltzing on like a, Yes, they were. An uh, overpass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, yeah, Lisa always likes that kind of torch song kind of sound. Uh, yeah, you know? bluesy, torchy. Um, I think I mean, pie is pretty hard to beat. Yes. Pie is hard to beat, that's true. Pie is, oh, pie is, I, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, we, that we watched that, we watched that, yeah. we watched the video a couple times. That's really Because it's, it's really interesting. Oh. And Philip yeah. is trying to figure I it out. I didn't a video. It's, Probably stop motion. Was it stop yes, motion? It was stop motion. I uh, mm-hmm. I work at a school called Fame for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And over oh. quarantine, we well, I started teaching there just the term before quarantine hit, mm-hmm. and we were the first school of our kind to go online. So it was kind of chaotic. And the administrators reached out to all the teachers and said, "What kind of classes?" could you teach online because we're going to keep going. And a lot of the classes that were music classes and wouldn't transfer to zoom. And I make little um, Instagram cartoons. They're like paper puppets that I film. And so I said in ignorance, like I can teach this. It's like Instagram cartoons. And we started doing that class and it was pretty popular. And then um, a brilliant student came in and she was like, oh, I missed your class last term, but I did figure out how to do stop motion so I can join the join the class this term. And she had this beautiful stop motion beyond anything that yeah. I had been thinking about doing. So yeah. I had to learn very quickly how to do stop motion. And um, then after a couple terms working together, I hired her to do this video. And uh, I think it was her first or second like professional job. And it was so fun to work with her and yeah. watch her confidence grow. She she was a whiz from the beginning, but she put so much hard work into it. Um, so that was a really, I'm really proud of that collaboration. And it was the perfect video for the song because it's the, a lot of my songs have an edge to them, um, mm. like yeah. a darkness, but pie is just... It's just sweet. I wrote it when I worked on a, in a candy, it was a candy bus. It was a bus parked outside of a vintage store that had vintage candy. And it was a, during the summer and it was in Portland. So we had the craziest characters walking by all the time and everyone loved candy. Um, so that song came out and it was just pure, happy, sweet. And her video complimented it so, so You said, keep on keeping on, baby. You said, keep on keeping on, my friend. You said, keep on keeping on, darling. We'll get there in the end. Oh, it will come sooner or later, yeah. Oh, it will come sooner than later, yeah. 
Life is sweeter than candy Life is finer than the finest wine Oh yeah Life is a bowl full of cherries Life is sweeter than pie And pie's pretty hard to beat So keep on keeping on baby yeah. Just keep on keeping on my friend Oh yeah Keep on keeping on darling We'll get there in the end Sooner or later, yeah Oh, it will come sooner than later, yeah Cause life is sweeter than pie And pie's pretty hard to beat I think we all know that pie's pretty damn hard to beat Worms mm-hmm. the same, you know. No. I think Nick said, "Good mm-hmm. thing there wasn't a six-year-old boy with a stick around." Because- <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no humans involved in that. We right. actually decided on that um, that whole theme because Crystal was in the beginning of her animation journey, so she wasn't doing people. So we were like, "Okay, what can you do?" And she was like, "Well, a yeah, worm. worms are easy." <laughs> yeah, so we did a worm, and then um, so the bird really challenged her. Oh and yeah, the bird. I was oh. like. <gasps> no, oh, yeah. I know, and the shadow underneath. I literally like no. I like the shadow. It was very foreboding. Yeah, it was like exactly. very ominous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did all that from home, like self uh, self taught. I can't say I taught her anything. She was in my classes, but she taught me more than I was able to teach her. And um, pretty cool. impressive that she did that all yes. that just in class. So. 
It's like yeah. a requirement you know, to live like, in Portland is to do art, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, before you even cross over, you just have they don't, to. They don't let you in the city limits otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Well, don't they have a, a, like, keep Portland weird or keep Portland strange, mm-hmm. similar to Austin? Yeah, keep Portland Now, weird. do yeah. you guys feel which an ownership first? Which, which, which was to be kept weird first? Austin. Yeah. Austin was first. Okay. Austin was first. Portland uh, was very weird. Uh, yeah. It still is. Portland's, but... Portland's probably weirder. Yeah, I've been to Austin. They're they're weird in different ways. Portland has such the like grown on the punk DIY ethic from the nineties. Yeah. It's that's so much where the like modern day Portland art art scene came from. Well, I haven't oh. been to Oregon at all. I've been to Seattle. Oh yeah, it's so different. It's it's feels smaller. It's it's changing. It's changing really I have, fast. I have but, two um, or three friends that have lived in Portland. I have one friend that owns a house in portland but he rents it out and that's i think he uses that that's how he that's how he pays his rent he doesn't work anymore yeah the uh the housing prices here are absolutely insane um it's hitting a hitting a crisis for sure my Mm. boss went to portland we had a we had a facility in portland he visited there and he came back and it was like total culture shock he's like that's the strangest place i've ever been he's He's like it's, it starts Cincinnati's around. Cincinnati's a very button-up conservative place. Yes, right? and uh, and Phil's boss is a member of the buttoned-up conservative. Well, he couldn't understand why he couldn't find mm-hmm. anybody on premises mm-hmm. between eleven and one o'clock. It's like everybody takes a siesta or something. Oh yes, we're a siesta town. Things are oddly closed on like Mondays and Tuesdays here a lot yeah. because there's so many people. Well, in the we need some of that. Yeah. Uh, restaurants uh, uh, and uh, and beauty salons, especially, Ooh. will be closed on Mondays for sure. Sometimes Tuesdays. Yeah. More Some now. Barbershops that used to be closed on Monday. What's up, Aaron? Barbershops. I feel like barbershops are closed on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Beauty salons, barbershops. Yeah. So how close Hair to. Hair place. Ow. How true to form is Portlandia? Hmm. Not yeah. that fruitiform. It's based on some stuff, but uh, caricatured. You, yeah, it's caricatured for sure, and it became so yeah. popularized and um, was kind of rolling on its own steam after a while. We definitely like it, the. In other words, was our our feminist bookshop that it was based out of. Um, mm-hmm. Where my my producer. That's where, that's where Powell Books is, right? That really big bookstore. Um, it's the biggest bookstore in the country i think i think so yeah yeah powell's it's a whole city block of books how do you spell that p-o-w-e-l-l like your like your brother that's my name nice there you go they'll welcome you with open arms could very well be uh could be i even stole take your money security guard (laughs) with my name on it so i got street cred the powell dynasty for sure yeah you're in you yeah, and if you come to Ohio and look for Powell's, anybody that looks like me. Probably related. Yeah. Related, okay. Oh, Powell yeah, I, I definitely take after the Powell side looks wise. Well, members of our family actually, actually do, whether by coincidence or not, mm-hmm. bear a resemblance to Colin Powell. Yes. The former. The related. former uh, general. Uh, general. <laughs> now I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Say yellow cake. Yellow cake. There you go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
<laughs> but if, if you see a picture of my Uncle George and Colin Powell next to each other, it's like, you know, they're brothers. You, you just assume they're yeah, brothers. Right. I felt you were, like you were just trying to convince me to invade Iraq a minute, invade Iraq a minute ago. <laughs> You're so convincing. There's a picture of Lisa on his Wikipedia page. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? Well, Okay, so Aaron, I, I, I edit. We do a we'll pull out the we do pictures. a podcast about called Rerun Forensics, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was editing our first Rerun Forensics, where we take a, a sitcom and we break it down, mm-hmm. uh, an episode forensically mm-hmm. study the sitcom and declare whether or not you know the cause of its demise or whatever. So I was editing one, the first one we did, and I was like, you know, Aaron is, is fact checking every damn thing I say. <laughs> it was like. He started off. Yes, and, and Philip is not. Uh, is that good or bad? Found this so no, it's annoying. Cool, it's cool. It's just, I didn't realize it. So <laughs> at much first, time, it yeah. was very annoying, and then <laughs> over time, he was like, "Well, hey, you know, I'm right." I figure it's better than being wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, yeah. You're you're getting well. Like for instance, one of the first facts that I came out with that Aaron double checked quickly was the fact that um, after the 50 years where the government releases information. We found out that Japan actually uh, mounted an attack, an aerial attack on Oregon. Were you aware of this? Yeah, I was not aware of this, and I. This I, is true. Uh, it happened. I, what I, Aaron I, said, nineteen forty-two. Fact, fact check that one. That was bizarre. I was like, no way. Yeah, they. Well, what it was was they did. Um, they did aerial attack. Um, this was like nineteen forty-two. And uh, I think Aaron said it was 42. I'll stop saying 42. But they did an aerial attack. And what happened was they attacked during the rainy season. And they, they did the kamikaze thing, trying to set fire to America's lumber so that we wouldn't have trouble with the war effort. And uh, they actually, it corresponded with the rainy season, so it was completely useless. Oh, wow. And by the time they realized they were there at the wrong time, which actually Oregon, isn't it kind of rainy season most of the year? Most of the year. Chilly yeah. and yeah, there's not a ton of right. humidity here. Right. So uh, by the time they realized that, they were out of kamikazes on that particular trip, so they had to go back. Well, you know yeah. what? Let's take a break oh, right here okay. for a sponsor. And uh-huh. when we come back, we'll talk mm-hmm. with Stephanie a little bit more about mm-hmm. the music. Me, 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 me. Uh, what you me, doing me, there, me. huh? You, 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 you. I'm getting the pipes ready because I'm getting ready to submit my resume to MTS Management because I'm going to be a social influencer, singer, songwriter. I'm going to take the world by storm. And and Pedro promoter. And Pedro promoter, yes. Well, let's not forget that. Well, just think of all the great artists we've had on the podcast. We've had yeah. Ludlow Creek, Benita, yes. yes, Rhett Wicker, uh-huh. Stephanie Strange, Ananda, Vina, Shaq. It's a fabulous resource of oh, guests no, for your podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, born with immense talent and don't know what to do with it, channel it through MTS Management. That's MTS Management Group. And tell Michael that, yeah, uh uh-huh, sent you. Yeah, uh uh-huh. MTS Management. They'll work for you. (laughs) 
It has been decided that the species human will go untampered with. We are curious to see what unfolds. As for Agent Strange, her time on Earth has been temporarily extended. Despite the Council's concerns about her general state, How can I come home? Please, can I come home? Hello. We're back yeah. with Stephanie Strange. Uh huh. <laughs> And yep. uh, so I want to talk a little bit more about our music. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed uh, the presence. Was it a cello at the beginning of? Yeah, it seems like uh, there's a cello in most of the songs. Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. We had um, the original lineup was drums, electric guitar. Mark Bowden is my electric guitar player. I play guitar and sing and stand up bass. And then Julio Appling, my stand up bass player, he didn't quit, but he stepped aside for most gigs, like just kind of a backup player. And Owen Hoffman Smith came on and he plays the cello and sometimes the stand-up bass. Although this next batch of songs have a little bit more of an edge to them. So we're thinking about switching it to electric bass. I've been very committed to the stand-up bass because that's been the sound for so long. But I'm also trying to be loose with it since it seems to be, my songwriting seems to be changing. The, the in, bass uh, sound on... Um... I guess it was on this is a test I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Is is he playing that he's playing the bass line on the electric guitar? Is that right? Or is, this I is think there's a cello and and the guitar player is playing like the bass line it looked like. I'm not a musician. Yeah. Yep. Is it is that like a special tuning or something he does for that Tina? Is he like no. a Jack White kind of Seven Nation Army tuning? No, it's not. It's not. I actually I don't have anything to do with the other instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually write the song and then I bring it to the band and we just workshop it together. Um, the people in my band are high, high, high caliber. They are all trained musicians. I was trained vocally, but um, I wouldn't call myself up to their caliber. I'm more, you know, the creative fun that I have on lock, but they all are super professionals and they just usually know exactly what to give it. And if it's not something where it's exactly where I want to hear it, we just work with it and nudge it around and everybody throws out ideas until it forms up. And then Tim Carpless is my drummer and producer. And he will sometimes come in with like very specific visions for songs. And then sometimes I'll have more specific visions and that's a really nice collaboration too. But he had, he had his hands on this as a test pretty deep. He brought in musicians right. and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Like your little cool. acoustic funky riff you had going in there too. Yeah. That's, that was the base of the song. Mm-hmm. Built well, around the, that. The, yeah. the strings give the, you know, it's got a Gothic uh, theme already. A lot of the music does, Yeah, but the strings really give it a lot of, uh, a little know, bit of spooky. Yeah, yeah. It's really, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a very nice enhancement, you know, to have those instruments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the cello does give it a little spooky. It does. Yeah, it it does. I love spooky. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, you're more, so from what I'm hearing, you're more, uh, you're almost exclusively the lyricist. Yes, the, I am. The poet. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I always think of songs as poems that I can dance to mm-hmm. uh, personally. So, uh, but then uh, you're involved with the musical part. Do you write the music and then everybody collaborates after, or mm-hmm. do you all kind of create the music together? I create the music and the song. They usually kind of come out together. It's rare that I write words without music or music without words. They're usually right there next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other instrumentalists write their own parts. And we all have a little part to play in scooting around certain parts sometimes. Like, okay, well, let's hold off on drums for the first half of the song. And then mm-hmm. um, that is very collaborative. Um, but the initial writing it on the acoustic guitar or the piano and singing and vocals, right. uh, lyrics, that's all. I, I bring that in a nice little package to them. And um, yeah. we, it's, it'll, it'll definitely like, sometimes it'll speed up based on somebody's suggestion and that'll change the sound of it quite a bit. Um, things always change once they get to the band, but I bring the, I bring the nugget, the skeleton. You play, you play guitar and piano? I play guitar. I write on piano. I write on piano. Yeah. It's pretty rare that I uh, will play the piano at a show only if I'm feeling real feisty and confident and it's always very lyric driven you never write on guitar i do write on guitar as well yeah um the piano and guitar have like different they bring out different things in me since i'm not really a piano player but Mm -hmm. getting my fingers on those keys i know what the keys are and i know certain chords and uh, brings out a different kind of writing style or show tuny i guess i wrote meet the nightmares on the piano and then it switched over to the guitar Um, the that's sa- a saxophone on "Leave Me Alone" or "Take Me to Bed," right? Yes, that that's really good. You know, we got a, mm-hmm. we got a saxophone playing funky friend. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeff. Jeff, I don't Henry. know if you uh, he there. We have a uh, he has an episode with us. Yeah, but Which, he's got three episodes uh, now. Oh, oh yeah, a two parter well, and another one, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff Demari, 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 Demari. Emory. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's a middle school teacher. Oh, and, wow. And so he's yeah. been on an education podcast. He's been on a, uh, a music podcast that more featured him. Um, well, you're, you're like his biggest fan. I see your, yeah. I see your, well, Facebook I talk to him on Facebook all the time. <laughs> he just got a new girlfriend and I'm really glad for him. And he has this lovely daughter who just graduated mm. from college. You seem a little so, envious, you know. actually. Well, <laughs> I, we, we, yeah, we're, we're not going to go. Okay. But I like the man who mm-hmm. doomed the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, doomed once the Greek, greed took hold. I mean, that's yeah. what I mean. Like the, the songs, there's a thread that goes through. The there album. is. Yeah, yeah. The thread is um, that when the character Stephanie Strange got her powers, um, in the big comic book world, in the bigger picture, because the music is kind of like a soundtrack to the story. The story is at the front and everything else follows it. Um, when when people experience great pain, great loss, then they brush up against the void and they will sometimes receive powers that they're given um, a reason, something to help humanity find their way. And for Stephanie Strange, that is um, being charged with 
singing and sharing the messages of animals. Animals talk to her, insects talk to her and tell her that the world is doomed. It's ending and it's because of humans and she needs to go to audiences and tell them that they need to change their ways. But there are other characters in the world as well. Um, aspects of death um, mm -hmm. is the next character I've been working on um, because, yeah, I just couldn't couldn't keep I love the I love the world. I think it's really interesting. I love having a stage name and I love having a character, but uh it didn't want to end there. It's I think the world is a lot more interesting and bigger than just Stephanie Strange and even Nina Nightmare. Yeah. So, I'm trying to expand out from there and have the comic book world and the multimedia world kind of take over and let the music go in whatever direction it wants to. Okay. Um and now I've I've read this uh, these books, uh, the Xanth books with Piers Anthony. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of Piers Anthony. I haven't read those okay. books. Uh, one of the aspects in there, they have nightmares. And what they are is they are mares, horses, who deliver dreams for either education and also for punishment. Oh. So it's kind of a, it's not a totally different um, idea. You you should be able to find books that are specific to that. I know there's at least one book about the nightmare specifically, and then they do come up in the other books. And there, it's called Zan. How do you spell that? Uh, what? That this with, with an X or X A N T H Zan. Oh, I and can't wait to read it. P I E R S last name Anthony, and. Uh, <clears throat> But if you're in the know, you pronounce it Piers Xanthony. Piers Anthony. Nice. With a, with a Z? Yeah. Oh, Anthony. I got you. With an X. Yes. Not Piers Morgan. He's a shitbag. No. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Pier one imports. But yeah. They, okay. uh, and then the nightmares deliver dreams. Uh, they come up, I guess, maybe. There's like a lot of books. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Right up my alley. Uh, yeah. Phil mentioned earlier that uh, the Edgar Allan Poe reference, a lot of my music is um, inspired by Neil Gaiman, the Sandman comic book series. Oh, yeah, and I love fantasy. I love science fiction. Um, I love Ray Bradbury, obviously. And um, I have a huge uh, science fiction fantasy fan. Okay, yeah, um, uh, Terry Pratchett. Have you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Do you know that so, yeah, elements mm -hmm. to your, to your yeah. songs and stuff. That I mean, that comes through pretty strong. I mean, yeah, I was telling you about when we went to Baker, and then I, after I sent you that email, I was like, oh, wait a minute, you know, Baker's kind of a tourist trap. You know, is she going to take this as like, uh, yeah, you know, am I insulting her create her, her her music by you know mm -hmm. relating there's, it to that? There's some trippy stuff there. Yeah, I have yeah, to it visit. Was, it was Sounds really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I think you would enjoy. You know, it's just a little stop. You know, it's just a little yeah. stop. Yeah, right by the right by the world's tallest thermometer or whatever. Is the, uh, yeah, one of the things that I specifically asked for on our uh, on our trip was kitschy things. You know, yeah. I love those little like ball of string. Um, what is it? Yeah. Well, that's, we'll be when we're on we were there. We'll be driving down the road and we'll see this. Like one room museum, and we're all about it. So, you know? I mean, are you into oh, UFOs yeah. and stuff? They, I mean, they hit a ghost town too. That was cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Was 
Very cool. Um, there's a place in Portland called the Peculiarium, and that's where we uh, filmed some of Agent Strange. And it's a one room. Um, she created some, like, you walk through it, but it's one room and it's all peculiar. It's the Museum of the Strange and Peculiar. Very cool. If you ever come to Portland, I highly recommend it. You'd love it. I don't know if I can pronounce that. Peculiarium? Peculiarium. Like peculiar with I-U-N. Yeah. Peculiarium. Peculiar, yes. There's, there's a few more things like uh, uh, the, the, I saw the video for Pretty He's Deadly. He's reading off his PC. Pretty Deadly. And that yeah. was that was a dark mm -hmm. video. I mean, yeah. that was kind of a stunning thing to see a female, I guess, uh, in that role, you know. Yeah. Video. Pretty Deadly was a song based on a comic book called Pretty Deadly. Beautiful, beautiful graphic novel. Um, and then the video was done by the same person who did Agent Strange, 88.8 .8 films. His name is Jordan Henline. And after we did a live stream with him, he um, said, do you want to do a video together? And so we kind of came up with the concept for Pretty Deadly together. And then I approached him with the concept for Agent Strange. And um, that was super fun. He made that happen. Pretty deadly, you're pretty deadly, you're pretty deadly, you're pretty deadly. The promises that fall from your lips Could sink a thousand ships It's a good thing I was privy to your tricks I'm pretty deadly I know how the poetry I put in your ear affects you But I can't sleep, so I can't dream anymore No, I can't dream anymore, I can't dream anymore And if I can't sleep, then I can't dream anymore I might as well just spend my whole life wandering She walks in darkness, shrouded by mystery. Don't be fooled by her savviness and pleasantries. She's got knives in her bootstraps, let alone cards up her sleeve. We ain't rolling with the angels here. You 
want something, you'll say please. Didn't your mama teach you no manners, boy? Say please. If you want something, you ask for it nicely. Say please. That's why she walks alone to places unknown. The harder to trace her misdeeds. Oh yeah, she's. Pretty deadly. Oh yeah, she's pretty deadly. Oh yeah, she's pretty deadly. but I see it's got a song called Ghost Town to bring it back to. Okay. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I like all things, all things supernatural and ghosts and science fiction and that, that whole, Atmospheric. That whole corner. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I like your voice. And when I, when I hear your voice, I hear some, um, you got to be careful when you make comparisons, you know, mm -hmm. but just, you know, I'm hearing some uh, Stevie Nicks, maybe. Ooh. Tori Amos. I don't think anybody's going to be insulted by those comparisons. No, that's Susie, that's well, no, okay. Susie Sue, you mm -hmm. know. Ooh, Susie. nice. I'm a big fan of Susie Sue. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, oh, gee. My my middle son's a huge Susie Sue fan, and yeah. now sort of historian, I'd say. Ooh, oh, nice. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to talk mm -hmm. to him about that. Yeah, because I was always curious about her the way she. You think he'd be on the podcast talk, about that? Get him to talk above a whisper and uh, out loud to right. another yeah. person. I don't know. He's, right. He's well, maybe because it's online, we could even not do video if that would help. So I mean, who are some of your inspirations? I mean, I'm not saying I won't ask him. I just don't expect a yes. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And if he whispers, we can just you know adjust the volume. I didn't know that Robert Smith played in Susie and the Banshees for a while. Did he? What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cool. Susie hates him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why. Familiarity breeds contempt. <laughs> well, he, He's um, ice queen. Mm -hmm. I think he, right? he quit the band after about <laughs> two weeks to go form another band. Right. Oh. The cure. Hmm. Well, that so, was not a bad decision then. Yeah. He'd been in and out and in and out, and then he was going on tour with them. I think a guitarist left, and then uh, two weeks later, he left. Mm. Yeah, they probably had a pretty mm. fierce stare off, I guess, at some point. Well, you're 
you know, your first fans giving each other dirty. Dress. As you're well aware, sometimes they break up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your inspirations? Yeah. Um, inspirations. I draw a lot of inspiration from those literary elements, like um, Neil Gaiman, H.P. Lovecraft. Um, a lot of Gothic literature. Really dark stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that stuff. I watched Twilight Zone growing up, and oh, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then musically, I had. I didn't really listen to a lot of music growing up. I'd say I've been formed by like other local musicians quite a bit here in Portland. Um, but I listened to a lot of older music like Billie Holiday and um, formative, I guess I would have to say Tom Waits, Talking Heads. Both of those people I've always been drawn to for their creativity. David Bowie um, for the slashing of the walls not necessarily the music itself but the fact that david bowie throughout his career constantly reinvented himself and came out with these had these new concepts that were very challenging to people um and then yeah talking heads same thing they just it's i love that songwriting i love everybody that david byrne collaborates with he picks the best musicians he every song is given exactly what it's needed um i gravitate towards those kinds of artists when it comes to the influence question yeah Mm -hmm. Well, like, you know, David Bowie, his very beginning was a um, reinvention because he walked in as David Jones and had to come up with a new name. And he just went Bowie. He just went Bowie. Like Bowie Knife. Well, that makes all that kinds of sense was, when you think but, about Space Oddity, yeah. Oddity and mm-hmm. uh, Ziggy Stardust. Well, and, and I don't stuff. know if you're aware of this, but uh, there's a horror anthology on streaming to which he is... Um, accredited. I'm not sure how involved he was, but he is definitely involved as a uh, as a participant, like an actor participant. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember the name of it right now. We know he's I gone. recommend the Flight right. of the Concords episode. Bowie's in space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen that one, but I love it. Yeah, we Philip did not care for Flight of the Concords, and Aaron told him you have to get to the sixth episode that was Bowie's and he said of every show you have to watch at least six episodes and I still try to make him do that he won't Uh, you don't have to watch six episodes of any show some of them right but her flight of the concords by that six episodes we were absolutely obsessed um and my absolute favorite though is the one where um uh, what's his name buys the coffee mug at the second hand store and completely destroys their finances and then they have to get jobs and, and to recover and it's like hilarious i like it because it's so it's, long and you can yeah. day, it's too dangerous for yeah. them to perform at night so all their gigs are during the day so i can i can relate this though because i i watched the new taika watiti show um our flag means death and these mm-hmm. pirates are sewing flags, and one of them got that got this flag with a cat on it. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, "Why is why is that? You know, why do you, why is there a cat on this flag? Cats are scary. They're witches with knives on their feet. <laughs> they steal babies' breath. They steal yeah. babies' breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a great show." Where is our... Uh... Well, I don't know how you're doing on time. Maybe we should start winding down here mm-hmm. a little. But um... a Grandson's birthday party this afternoon. Dude. Oh, awesome. Uh, which one? 
Austin will be seven. Austin, oh, seven. Seven tomorrow. But you celebrate with Grand Slam, or is he got not have a game today? Um, he had a game yesterday, um, and he has a game Monday. Okay. Was it Ryder? Now he's he's done. He's done. So Ryder's older, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Austin's Wait. team lost yesterday. They're done. Aww. Ryder's team won. No, they lost Friday, but they have one more game. That they're in some. They're in little league playoffs. I Aww. wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have pinched as a grandfather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're in our mid fifties. Yeah. I'm oldest. We're elderly. as usual. <laughs> so let's go around the room here. You got any final mm-hmm. questions for Stephanie? Uh, yes. Is there anything that you would particularly like us to? Oh, and Philip does like socials and upcoming concerts. Things like that. We do that, you know. But uh, my question is, is there anything other than things like that that you would have expected us to ask about or that you would have wanted us to ask about that we did not cover? Not really. Um, It was nice to have just an off-the-cuff chat about stuff. Um, No, Agent Strange, the video came out and... Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing in Portland and starting to branch out a little bit. And, uh, I, I have a Patreon. Um, mm. that's always a nice thing to mention and shout out oh, just because right. that is what keeps the now, music that going. Like YouTube. What'd you say? YouTube. What's, what's your Patreon account? Yeah. The Patreon is patreon.com slash Stephanie strange. Okay. All run together. Yeah. Yep. All together. And yeah, that's what allows me to really do the things I'm doing. I would never have been able to come out with the album and the comic book and um, all the money goes into art. None of it is to like help support me or anything and um, Mm -hmm. usually gets cycled right back out into the community, which is super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, So are you going to be venturing outside of uh, Portland or Oregon much? Looking into it, right? Looking into it, I'm hoping to, um, I got a little bit grounded with my plans when I, when I had COVID. I was, assumed I'd be really productive while I was really sick, and that's not the case at all. But I'm hoping to set up a Washington tour, just a weekend in July. And um, from that to next year in the fall of 2023, I'm saying it out loud to help mm-hmm. it become true. Um, I really want to get to Germany. I've heard that. Oh, um wow everybody who tours is like, they would really like you in Germany. They love that edgy, humorous, yeah. dark mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so that is, that makes sense. My hope. yeah. As I'm getting to get into that 40 mark, I'm thinking that's, mm-hmm. I need to just do more. I did a lot here in Portland and I'm so proud of it and I'm so happy with it, but I am also, I'd love to travel and get yeah. out while I can. You 40 and I'm like, I was thinking 20s. So, oh, yeah. well, thank you. <laughs> Might have something to do with that video blur. Yeah, that little, you know, late twenties. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody looks about ten years older than they used to, right? Mm, yeah, I feel it. I, know I hope so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we we all we got all that collagen and sunscreen these days. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and I've been practicing sun avoidance since early. You know. I mean, uh, I spent 15 minutes in the sun once and it took two weeks to recover. 
Oh so, my goodness. Yes, you've got that paler skin. Yeah. Um, I got a little sunburn at a, at a ball game yesterday, yeah. but I think it helped my poison oak. So we're good there. Yep. Oh yeah, how are you doing with that, Aaron? You feeling better? It's uh, it's on it's on my left shoulder pretty good still. Oh, okay. I, I hike a lot. Um, mm. yeah. yeah, hard to avoid anything, anything more for Stephanie? Mm -hmm. um, no, good luck. Um, if I ever go to Portland, I'll try and catch your act. Yeah, for sure. And please, any of you, if you ever come to Portland, look me up. Yeah. Oh, we'll do. Yeah, and if you come Good to luck. Cincinnati, Erin uh, can attest to our guest room. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. I might have to take you up all night if, if Norwood would embrace right. Strange and the Familiars, if you think they would like that kind of music. Well, I mean, it would be Norwood, Cincinnati, because Norwood's only got, like, yeah. what, like, 4,000? Yeah. Play Bogarts. Yeah, Bogarts. Right, Bogarts, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah, you definitely go well. And it is a college town. Okay, there we go. Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati and uh, Xavier University. Uh, you might have heard of them. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they're both here. The Xavier is actually in Norwood proper. And uh, Cincinnati is, you know, and of course, University of Cincinnati is in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yes, college towns for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. Stephanie, or it's... um. Strange in the familiars.com, the website. Yes. Um, That's correct. And Facebook mm -hmm. is probably Strange in the Familiars, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Most so well, the social medias I use are at Strange in the Familiars. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This has been fantastic. Really enjoyed yeah. having Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, you, for, thanks for being on. Thanks for having I'm me. Paying attention. So lovely. We'll be, we'll what was be, that? Uh, oh, I I forgot. I didn't realize he had said the socials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll be watching out for the new releases and, and seeing where it goes next. Thank you so much. I really appreciate getting to talk with you all. They do it away and then they cry. They cry. They do it away. They threw it away and then they cry. They do it away. We threw it away, oh, we threw it away and then we cried. We have social. Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week.